help me welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show, my good friend, Pastor Paula White. Thank you so much for being there with me. It is great to be with you, C.L., and with all your listeners. Thank you so much for all that you do, and always an honor to be with you. And uh, what a time we're living in. Amen? Amen to that, Paula. Tell us this. Give us the backdrop on your thoughts on that day when of prayer, when you uh, had a chance to speak to so many millions of Americans, but then there was God's anointed for America at this time. You turned and you spoke to him. Talk to us about that. You know, CL, I really felt the weight of that assignment. I take the assignment that God has given me extremely serious. And when we talk about a burden of the Lord, we know there's that place that it's not a demonic burden, but it's it's a weight that God puts on you to labor in the spirit. And what do we mean by that? Uh, we were looking at National Day of Prayer and what would it look like this year? What would we do? Um, who would be able to be there? Everybody had to be in driving distance. Of course, um, I work as an SGE, a special government employee, uh, a spiritual advisor to the president and uh, over the faith uh, centers, which are our faith opportunity initiatives. And as we were planning it out and, and looking and taking day by day, uh, we knew it'd be an interface service and I was commissioned to pray. And I immediately, and I normally wouldn't say this or make this public, but, but I felt that weight. I was like, this is not just any prayer. God, we are in the most critical time in my lifetime as a nation. And I know what it is to really have clarity as all of us who have a relationship with God. We know when, what it is to pray and we know what it is to pray. When you really understand, okay, I've heard from God, Amen. which is not the easiest place to get to. That means we've got to die to flesh. We've got to you know, crucify that flesh. You're going to have a thousand distractions. And so I did what I've had a life of 36 years of doing. I, I went into fasting and prayer, and I asked my husband, I said, I'm fast when I pray. I locked myself away. I, I've got to hear from God. Um, I knew that we'd each be praying a few minutes and uh, kind of the setting and the situation and circumstance. And I think I scoured from Genesis to Revelation. And, you know, see, sometimes you can be inspired by someone. I'll call Archbishop Duncan Williams, Papa, and I'll just say, pray, activate the guys to pray for me. You know, I, I really feel this in my spirit. And so the, the bottom line is there was not a inspiration by a person. There was not a, um, sometimes you listen to a sermon or and like I'll come away with 10 sermons. I think I can <laughs> preach because you'll be inspired yeah, by yeah. the gift and the anointing on someone else's life and how God's using them. But this was one where God said, get alone with me. I want to speak. And I know that at the end of the day, it is his word. And it is his name that he honors. His word is his covenant, his will, and there's no other name above the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And it, our, all of our words can be articulate or fancy or be anything, but at the end of the day, it is his word, his rhema word, his anointed word. And so every scripture I felt the Lord gave to me. And I mean, I was literally like trembling. I was like, okay, God, let this be your order. Let this be. And it was just line upon line that the Lord said, I'll say the hand I saw, you know, I was studying and he, I saw where 70,000 had died from a plague and God said, enough. 
We could see I, it. I felt the Holy Spirit say, no. We could see it. And Paula, preachers who preach the gospel. And, and, and we, you and I have been, in the, been preaching a long time. We could tell you were laboring with something. There was something that was about to be given. There was birth yeah. about to take place. Talk, continue. I'm sorry. I didn't want to cut you off. Go ahead. No, you're so right. And that's exactly what happened. And, and so I delivered line upon line of what, what was truly, for me, a thus saith the Lord. And I knew that there was a prophetic word. I knew that there was a word. And people that don't understand, what, what does that mean, prophetic word? Well, to prophesy doesn't just mean to foretell. And there's many different, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a prophet. I'm not saying all of us can be used by God for words of knowledge, for words of wisdom. Amen. And, and so every person who is a born-again believer who has a covenant with God can be used by his spirit. And so it was simply... Uh, prophesy is not necessarily to foretell. It, it can be inclusive of that, but it is to tell forth. It's also a shifting of things in the spirit, which are what declarations, Job 22, verse 28. I declare a thing, I decree a thing, and it is established. And so God said, make these declarations. And literally at the end, I knew there was a word for, specifically for President Trump and then for our nation. And the Lord took me to First Samuel 30 and, and said, David was having victory after victory after victory after victory. I mean, it was just like he was cleaning up. I mean, it yeah. was like the undefeatable yeah. is like economy roaring and soaring, you know, the kingdom being built, the everything being established, the anointing was on him. And then suddenly there was a lag. And Ziglag was the most devastating time, yeah. really, of his life. And, and he came back with his men thinking, okay, this is celebration, this is a great time, and we know the story. The city had been burned, his wives had been taken, which represent his hope, his children, which represent his future. Um, his own men spake of stoning him. There was mass confusion. I mean, we could say political unrest, economic distress, everything. And David literally put on the ephod. He wrapped himself in prayer, and God gave him a word. And the word of the Lord was pursue and without fail you will recover all and boy it hit my spirit so strong and i just knew the word to president trump's this nation is pursue and we will recover all yeah. and now of course the enemy wants to do everything he can to use circumstance situations to make that look but remember we're not fighting a natural battle we're fighting a, a spiritual one so we've got to deal with the spirit of fear we've got to deal with uh, perceptions that are not real and i'm not saying that there's not some real problems and that there's not a serious situation but i'm saying we've got to walk in the wisdom of god we we have to understand it's just like when i deborah rose and first Judges chapter 5 is yeah. because village life had ceased and the highways and the um, byways were unoccupied. Village life means warriors. The mighty men of God had ceased. It literally means to desist, to come to a standstill because no nation is ever meant to come to a standstill. Yeah. And so we have to spiritually activate. And those that would be of a natural mind wouldn't even understand they'd be like well what are you talking about <laughs> well we know that that our weapons are warfare are not carnal but they're mighty to the point down of strongholds that by the by the power of prayer by the power of fasting by the power of declarations and decrees and going behind that and then enforcing them Amen. and so there were so many millions of people that 
there's three different types of people a natural man who has no understanding of god whatsoever they're blinded their their conscience can be seared then there is a um carnal man which is born again but they're led by their five senses what they see what they taste what they feel what they touch what they smell but then there's a spiritual person and a spiritual person is a person that is born again but has a mind and a heart that is connected and controlled by the holy spirit so when we you know it, i already knew because it, it, there are spiritual people that when they hear the word of the lord come forth they hear god speak because god can use a donkey you know we're all just we're just vessels yeah we're just you know we're just earthen vessels that he puts his treasure in and so god can use use whomever he wants for whatever assignment he wants but when people hear they hear god it's not the person they're hearing and they know spiritual minded people and spiritually connected people know what to do what i say on the back end of that they begin to enforce the will of god in the earth and that's the power of that it's not just like oh wasn't that nice yeah no when god is speaking god is making a declaration against the wickedness that would come to bring destruction upon america upon the world upon his plan upon his will and so we understand we bring the will of god to pass through prayer and so that was the importance that the national day of prayer was not just uh you know president was so i mean from the beginning see how he was when i met with him before you know most of us work remotely yeah for the last six weeks so when i first met with him um boy he he just always was the church has to be at the forefront of this he understands the power of the church he, he understands the power of god and the power of faith and the power of people with that and and immediately uh, his leadership he said we have to call the nation to prayer and fasting and so people knew that on march 15th that he made a proclamation for the uh day of prayer for the coronavirus but it wasn't just for that day it was for every day until we see this through is it because well let me ask you this let me ask you this is it because of uh let's just say well you and i know the name of jesus christ and everyone who's listening and many so many of the listeners i'd say 90 percent of them are uh people who are of faith uh, spirit filled well that's up to them and the lord but we, we will talk about that i want to bring you on i want to talk about some things uh really about the spiritual warfare that we're in i, I want to give you a whole hour to come on and talk to us about that yeah but we only have about I'd love to. yeah i'd love to do that i only have about five minutes left here but i want you to address uh the spiritual warfare that we are facing in the midst of of this COVID thing, the Chinese, and of course, folks, I am not trying to besmirch anyone of any Asian heritage, but the communist Chinese of China, uh, that it, it is something evil that has been been happening for a long time, that is now uh, revealing itself to all of us. And there is spiritual warfare, as far as I am able to see, that is going on, that Pastor Paula, if you would shed some light on what we're not seeing, as far as this is concerned well what's so important is like you said i come back for an hour and really help people understand that we we it's so easy to look with these natural eyes but really there are spiritual eyes that proverbs chapter 20 says it is the lord who opens the eyes and opens the ears to hear 
Ephesians 1, 17 and 18 says that the eyes of our understanding might be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of the riches of the glory of the inheritance of the saints. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, and this is an important part, but against principalities, powers, wickedness, and darkness. So God clearly lays out, you see it in the book of Colossians, and you see it in the book of Ephesians. You see the kingdom of God, and then what Satan does is come to counterfeit the kingdom of God. So whether a person is aware of it or not, you have an enemy. That enemy is not a person. That enemy is Satan. His name can be the devil, Beelzebub, Satan. He has one-third of fallen angels, which already tells you you've got two-thirds more working on your behalf. He's not greater than God. He has already been defeated. But we have to understand, in this earth, he still has access. And with that access, yes, the finished work was on the cross, but it is up to God gave dominion to man. So when he said, let man have dominion, he legally transferred over dominion. So when we messed up, there was the fall when sin entered in. What happened is, you know, we gave up our rightful place. Jesus Christ came, and by the finished work on the cross, remember, he restores that. Now, who does he restore it to? People who he's in covenant with. And that's the importance. So people who have a covenant with God then can walk in the dominion. That's a whole lot of teaching right there. They can have all power both of authority both in heaven and in earth and by the vehicle of prayer they bring the will of God to pass so number one there is an enemy your enemy is spiritual you're at war if you don't understand that you're already a casualty to that and good people can be used by bad spirits so even us as Christians can be influenced by spirits that make us I say make us that we yield to right we'll yield to that But on a deeper level, the highest of that spirit is called a principality. A principality has authority to rule over nations. They particularly work within political systems. So like you said, when a nation is communist, the Bible says it is wickedness is an abomination to God. And so when there are wicked rulers in place, there is going to be harshness. There's going to be the antithesis of what God sent his son for to give us life and life more abundantly. There will not be freedom. There will not be liberty. There will be extreme bondage and captivity starting first and foremost spiritually. So absolutely, the war that we're fighting, there's an actual war. I love how the president calls the virus the invisible enemy. Yeah. Because even by saying that, he's acknowledging there's a spiritual um, force behind this because it is the enemy God is a good God it is the enemy that comes to kill, steal, and destroy so this goes beyond people's political affiliation hopefully they aren't that carnal or natural this goes beyond this goes to an understanding of who you are in God and what you're assigned to do and whether or not a person likes or agrees with everything with President Trump or not uh you know, I personally know him, so I, I have a personal perspective and understanding of who he is and know him in a much different light than maybe many other people in the rest of the world. You do have a responsibility to the Word of God and to your covenant with God, and therefore you have a responsibility to pray, to enforce, and to understand. Now, the Bible goes on and gives some 
real specifics. And like Paula, we're going to have to leave it. Listen, we're going to have to have you back on. And I mean that for an hour. Michelle, let's set that up. Let's get that uh, uh, set up because I want America to hear from your perspective, someone who knows our president, someone who knows him personally, someone who spiritually is advising him, and someone who gave an incredible word uh, to our president, a prophetic word to our president on National Day of Prayer. My good friend, the friend of the show, a friend of ours, Paula White. Pastor Paula, thank you so much for being... Love you guys, and y'all be blessed. So you... glad to hear people are out at Times Square. Yep, they're coming out. They're coming out. But in the name of Jesus, we're going to recover all. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, CL. Talk to you soon.